Hey listeners, today I interview Blake. He's a 26-year-old teacher originally from Texas and lives in the Bay Area. I just wanted to give you a heads up that the first 10 minutes, the sound is a bit off. It sounds kind of like I'm cutting him off. Um, I tried to fix it as best as possible and it gets a lot better after the first 10 to 12 minutes. I hope you enjoy. Also next week, we will have Jadian from episode one back, which I'm so excited about. And I'll be trying a little different format. So let me know what you think. And again, thanks for listening. Welcome to Dating Talk with Keely. Welcome to Dating Talk with Keely. Of course. So uh, can you thanks tell for having me. your name and your age? Um, so I am Blake. And nice. And how do you identify? Um, I am a straight male. Um, I identify as a someone who's a person of color, um, and uh, fairly liberal. So I think hopefully <laughs> okay, that covers great. most of those grounds. Yeah, this podcast is super liberal. Great. So, <laughs> um, well, growing. Growing up in a conservative area, it was a very controversial oh, yes. thing. So that's why I always bring it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up in like a small farm town, upstate New York. So I totally understand. <laughs> um, how long have you been in the dating game? Um, so Yeah, so how general, long have you like been single, I guess? Um, so currently, oh. I am not uh, single anymore, but uh, that is something I guess that's been, I guess, more of a modernly recent thing, like, uh, you know, for a few months now. So that's, that's just a little oh, okay, uh, bit cool. different. So where do you live? Uh, currently, I live in uh, the California okay. Bay Area. You grew up in Texas? I grew up in Texas in parts of the Dallas metropolitan area um, and lived in central Texas for um, quite a while uh, okay. before I moved out here. What were your parents like growing up? Um, so my parents, uh, my dad was on the road a lot for his job. Um, that required him to just travel um, for work. And uh, for the most part, it was uh, my mom um, and usually my dad on, on the weekends or at least for half the week. Um, growing up, um, at least with them, uh, I think personally that it was always a little difficult, um, at least if, if we're on the, the lines of talking about like romance and and stuff like that my parents uh were never great at displaying affection um which is to me uh was always just a little frustrating at least you know now, even now that I'm older um just it's um something I guess that um to try to understand how people display affection uh differently and um whether it's something that is uh, like physically present or is this something that um, you know is there is there something that like even though I'm 26 right now are my parents hiding <laughs> their uh, romance from from both me uh, and my sibling okay yeah no that makes sense for sure so do you find that like it, when you're dating and stuff like that you have trouble like showing your affection um I think it it I think actually I, I kind of grew up a little bit on the opposite side. So very true, I guess, for any just like kid is that you, you kind of either are like parallel to your, your parents or you like kind of go in the opposite direction. And so for me, I feel like I'm, I'm very opposite direction, at least in private, but of course in public, I feel that I'm, I'm very, I guess, more on the uh, conservative side. And I, I'm, it's just simply because um of my profession and just um and so I'm I'm just usually like I don't um you know hold hands you know kiss something like that 
Um, that's, you know, about it. Um, I'm usually not crazy about any PDA. It's just, for me, it's just a very, I guess, intimate thing that I share with whoever um, I'm with. Um, and I, I like to just make it more of a, to me, more of a special moment um, than anything else. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty much the same way. Um, well, I mean, especially in New York City, it's like no one wants to see like people like, you know, making out in the train and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, the, especially when you're just like trying to mind your own business. <laughs> there's, you know, and then there's a, a couple just like making out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For- Um, um, so I just wanted to, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, it's the thing that like, especially now that I'm, that it's been me, I was younger though. Definitely. I mean, I guess someone who's just like, I mean, it's like, like PDA. Right. Um, I just wanted to tell listeners, so I usually ask, like, how we know each other, mm-hmm. but you and me don't actually know each other. <laughs> no. We met on a Facebook group that has to do with my favorite murder podcast, which is funny. And I believe I reached out to you a while ago, right? Yes, um, you reached out to me, and I was a little, like, like kind of surprised at first, because I, I just, I didn't think, like... Uh, I, I mean, it's a group, there's hundreds of people in our group. Um, I'm, I'm not the only male in the group. Um, however, I mean, you reach out to me, um, talking just like about my, I guess, interesting dating perspective. Um, I was flattered, but what's what I have to say that's, that's different than, than normal like, I guess, respectable men. Um, but uh, I, in general, that, I mean, it just generally surprised me. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm flattered and um, really happy to, to be doing this. <laughs> Great. Awesome. So when I know that you're in a relationship now, so why don't you tell me mm-hmm. um, when that started and then maybe like your last real relationship before then? Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I know that at least uh, part of the podcast is like going back and talking about like your, your last relationship and stuff like that. And easily, easily I can like, you know, talk about that. Um, but I guess currently, um, you know, uh, being, I didn't really kind of date anyone for, um, almost, uh, almost a full year, um, until the, I started dating the person that I'm, I'm currently, um, and, um, funny enough, um, we, when I say dating, I mean, like, like commitment kind of thing, or I, I went on dates per se, but not necessarily, uh, like nothing really panned out, I guess. Uh, but funny enough, uh, I met her on Tinder when I was passing through, uh, in California. Um, but I was only in California, uh, during that time for maybe, um, like a week. Um, and then I went back to Texas. Um, and we, we matched after I had left. Um, we just kind of started talking, um, had our very first date, um, when I came to, to visit, uh, back in California, um, in December, and uh, we decided to try to to see each other if if we could. Um, so for a couple months, we were uh, flying to and from to see each other. Uh, her at the time being in California, myself being in Texas, uh, or just trying to meet somewhere both together. Um, but then, um, due to uh, multiple reasons, but, uh, she was just kind of like an added bonus. Um, I moved to California. Um, and, uh, I'm here and now we don't have to, uh, fly to see each other for dates. Awesome. To ask like how they get over a breakup. Um, so before this relationship, 
what like what was your worst breakup and like how did you get over um i think uh my worst breakup was with um the uh ex that was before the person i'm currently dating um and that's because actually it was my relationship it's uh close to five years um and uh i think why that one of course is is so difficult um is because um the losing um who's um for um for good amounts of your life um i mean i'm, I'm 26 so that that's a chunk of of my life and um and it was just um you know it, it wasn't just one thing it was it was multiple things um and stuff and uh we of course tried to be very uh about it uh but i think it was hard because um that that ex was was very um struggled really to um always communicate what they were feeling and so i really had to just kind of like um pull it out of her and and really just you know i could tell something was different and just just really try to to open her up to just be like you know just tell me and like stop dragging this out and um you know, just uh, before, you know, things ended. And um, and so that, of course, hurt uh, quite a bit uh, because, you know, like I said, I, I felt like I lost someone extremely important in my life. And so, um, you know, I will just be honest that I, I realized, at least on, on the coping side, that I, um, you know, I just realized that I need to be around people if I can or I could have people come to me um, as like, I just like, I just needed some, someone at least just to, to kind of be around, um, you know, not necessarily have to do anything or anything, just kind of like, just hang out. I just need some kind of distractions per se. Uh, but what ended up happening uh, in the long term is I ended up um, kind of getting, I guess, more on like healthy path, uh, learning a little bit about myself in the process uh, going to eat by, by myself, nice restaurant or going, you know, in the morning uh, to breakfast place and just eating there by, by yourself. And that was kind of a way for me to kind of just practice just, um, you know, changing, you know, my current habits. Uh, and I also started to, um, I guess, do the typical maybe breakup thing and work out and, and lose weight. Um, and kind of get fit and stuff. And so, um, and so in the end, like time I, I felt comfortable with dating, um, I had like lost like 20 pounds and I uh, was pretty confident of just like having a healthy idea of what space was in any type of relationship that I could do things on my own, but when appropriate, when I, when I felt like I could, uh, you know, go out and like hang out with people or, um, or go on dates. Yeah, no, that sounds super healthy. Yeah, I really tried it um, to be because I guess, um, well, first off, um, one thing I think that's always, um, that I always feel like I have to disclose in a relationship is that, you know, I, I have um, depression and anxiety. And um, for me, there's there's a lot of unhealthy uh, coping mechanisms that I could easily fall into. Like one is, is, uh, drinking, of course. Another one is just like, uh, and so I just really like, I knew myself enough at that time to realize like, I can't be around certain things. Uh, just, you know, just cause I, I just didn't know how it'd react. Um, so I, I hopefully, and I, it feels like it, at least this point that I, that I went the healthy route. Yeah, it sounds like it for sure. Okay, so what's your perspective on dating? Like before you got into this relationship, were you sick of it? Did you love it? Um, 
Oh, man. Especially with, like, you know, d- depression, anxiety issues that, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so when I was single, I really felt um, kind of hopeless about dating. Um, I never saw myself as using um, any dating apps uh because it just wasn't like a thing because I was in a relationship I I didn't need any dating apps um and I just heard all these horror stories um from you know mainly women of course uh (laughs) but about about these dating apps and I was just like oh god like I don't want to be one I don't want to be one of the individuals uh, of that 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 belongs to the, the the awful group um but I also uh, I don't know what to expect on my end uh, of things. So I was um, I, I was really trying to get into the habit of, you know, why am I going on that date? Um, am I actually genuinely interested, you know, genuinely interested in, in the person? Or am I just kind of like just trying to get out of the house, you know, what's going on um, with, with myself? Um, and, you know, sometimes I would say that it was probably like less of a healthy thing. And just like, I was just trying to do it as an excuse to get out, even if it wasn't necessarily a complete connection. I remember that um, I was talking to someone on Tinder um, and they asked, you know, to hang out. And so we did. Uh, I picked her up because she didn't have a car at the time. Something happened to her car. And we went to a local pizza place and I ran into um, some, uh, well, I guess I should say this now, students, because I, I teach. Um, and this was, was incredibly mm-hmm. awkward. Um, and the date was also incredibly <laughs> awkward in general. And so basically in the end, you know, I took, <laughs> I took her home and, and that was it. Like, you know, we didn't have really any interactions beyond that. Um, so I really tried, I think, dating in general at that time. I was very just like, I don't really know. So, you know, the big question was, am I actually interested in this person or just do I just need someone to like hang out with at the time? Uh, so dating was, I would say, in the most part, it, you know, for me, it was me trying to figure out, um, you know, kind of what I like again. Um, but it it was of course exhausting. Um, I uh, didn't really have a lot of free time, especially on the weekdays. Um, and on the weekends, uh, all my energy was was gone. So like, um, I just you know I didn't really know exactly exactly what to do uh, in a lot of these situations because I was a professional living in a college town. Um, and there wasn't really a lot of people that were local, um, that really kind of, you know, I guess was, um, that like either I matched with or that I liked in any way. So it was just this very, like, I guess, like game and, and I don't necessarily, uh, I didn't really necessarily enjoy it or at least, um, our modern take on dating, um, it, it was just exhausting and frustrating. Um, and, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad I I don't have to, or I guess, uh, shouldn't have to deal with those things. Um, but I'm glad that I I don't have to deal with any of those apps anymore. Um, speaking of dating apps, what was like your least favorite one or your favorite one? Like, were you on all of them or just one? Um, so I was on two, uh, I'm trying to think about if there was a third for a second, but two for sure. And one was Tinder, uh, and one was Bumble. Um, and eventually I turned my Bumble one to like a friendship one, uh, because like I realized because I was working in the same town that I went to college in that a lot of the people that were there uh, were, uh, you know, were either college students or family individuals or that they were just, 
um, you know, like they either were, were extremely young, uh, too young, at least for, for myself, uh, and, or that they were like extremely older and there was no real kind of like young professionals in between. Uh, so Bumble in the end, I just ended up making that into a friendship one because that was something as well. Like, um, at, at my job at the time, um, there were, everyone was at least five or more years older than me and had started a family and like, so their priorities and like, we have like a culture of, of hanging out after work. So it was very hard to like have friends through work, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, and then I was on Tinder and oh my God, Tinder is its <laughs> own uh, nightmare. Um, I think as a guy, one of the things that was always kind of frustrating is that you match with people um, and you're like, oh my God, like I got a match. Wonderful. And then it turns out to be like a bot. It turns out to be, uh, you know, someone had a code and uh, they submit like a fake profile um, and they, they have some interaction and stuff. But then it's like, click this link do this thing for me. And then eventually it's like, give me money. Oh my somehow. God. Um, it's usually, it's usually how the, these bots end up going. Uh, and it's like, you know, you don't know until like either you match with them and it's too late um, or two that uh, you can tell because it has the same name or the same like bio uh, in like several people like it's the same photo same bio like so you eventually I guess I was on tinder long enough where I started recognizing before I even like swiped right about um, individuals that were basically robots because one person uh, I, I I'm pretty sure it was, it was like Kylie Jenner but it was like a photo of Kylie Jenner um, and it said like Jennifer or something <laughs> like that it said like I said like I said a name that was not even close um and then it was like you know like uh just looking for uh you know some easy time this is what I am blah 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 and I was like okay well but clearly this is fake and then, you know swipe swipe left on that um and or and oftentimes if, if I really could figure it out I'd report it um because it was just like I I know there's like a bazillion bots out there and that was just I guess mainly like a a false positive where like you're you're like happy for a second because you have a match um but then like then he realized like oh well shit like it's not <laughs> it's you know it's not real um and I didn't, I didn't match with that I've anyone. never run into that on tinder I I think I really truly think it's more of like a male okay. thing um and it um, at least from, from who I've talked to before, like, because there is, you know, I think that on the, on the men's side, like some men are trying to match with swipe right on everyone so they can at least maybe, I don't know, <laughs> uh, hook up. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, for me, it was like, I, I took my time to go through it because I guess I'm, it's, I'm either very picky or rather be realistic and, and match with someone who I'm actually going to hopefully be compatible with because I wasn't looking, um, you know, in any way to really like hook up or anything like that. I, that just wasn't at least my goal, um, when I was on Tinder. Um, but, uh, but that was one thing I guess I, I noticed a lot was it's just that there are, are robots and like they have the same conversation with you kind of or very similar conversations like they message first which I know that sounds very strange because mm -hmm. like you know women uh or any person on dating app can message first however of course on on tinder it was very and has been common at least when I was on the app where like you had to make the first move or you had to make the first whatever and it was like a start where the, the woman would make the first move, you say something, and then it'd be like a response that seems genuine. And then like another, you know, you respond again, and then they'll be like, oh, so like, I'm like a, 
like exotic dancer and I'm about to have a show and like you have to go to this Instagram link and like click on it and like I promise like you and I will have a date I just need people to watch this in order so I can get money and I was just like oh my god (laughs) like this is that's crazy yeah and so like you know I guess if anything that that's like the horror story on like and like like I said, I I'm making I, I would say a pretty big assumption here, but like from what I've talked to with men, like bots have, are just like the I guess the worst part of ours, okay. uh, our end. Well, well, you of course on on your end, you're probably uh, harassed, <laughs> which you know um, clearly we have yeah. it easier in the situation. I find that now that I have like an Instagram that's public for like this podcast or whatever, I get a lot of like like. I want to be your sugar daddy like DMs or like they like post on my pictures of like the podcast about like being a sugar daddy and then it's like not I mean I know I like ignore it but it's always like one of those bots you know oh my god (laughs) um I mean like funny enough of course I know people who have done been like a sugar oh yeah no judgment uh, I tried to get into it once yeah no judgment it, but it's just like I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I I'm just like I'm poor. Um, we're just gonna have a good time with what <laughs> yeah. we. Got. I think I'm <laughs> past that point. I'm 31. I was like trying to find a sugar daddy when I was younger and didn't, and I'm fine. <laughs> um, so tell me about I mean, the best date that you've been on. Um. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> you know. I've, I've been on some, some pretty, you know, I would say some, some really good dates, like one that, you know, just like kind of blew out of the park and, and was just, um, was just really nice. And, um, I will have to say that it happens to be, um, at least, um, one from the person I'm currently dating. Okay. And I, and I guess, I guess it's like, cheap for me or it gets like cheesy for me to say someone that I'm currently dating uh because like clearly like if they listen to this and stuff like that <laughs> but I mean they're they're a very cool person so it's not really nothing I have to really worry about but truly honestly um and I found out about the date uh because at the time once again we were we we're traveling to try to see each other right uh and I was I found out about it um because uh, she had told me that she had booked a flight uh, to come see me uh, for my birthday um, to surprise me um, and, you know, have us go out and and stuff like that. However, um, her schedule didn't align and, like, she couldn't get the day off as, as she thought. But then she finds out, like, a, the next day that they gave her the wrong schedule oh, no. <laughs> and and so she was very bummed that she kind of ruined the surprise um but I think personally that was like um it was like one of the kindest things um that anyone has ever done uh for me uh to try to you know uh like come per you know really try to come see me um I'm sorry like clearly this is like not a dating story like now that I'm thinking about it it's just a thing that someone did really nice for me no um, that's sweet but uh, <laughs> um but um now that I'm actually thinking about it a little more um I think I guess if anything like a true dating story uh was that um me and the individual that I'm like I said currently with um uh, we um drove to Austin uh from where I was living and we um like basically from from like the morning all the way of course to like really almost the dead of night we like we're busy we went to like an arcade we um we're both like in love with all these different types of foods um and so like we were just like every little corner that we could go we you know would get get snacks and stuff and I you know her being from California maybe from Texas like me trying to introduce her to like like what I said was like authentic barbecue and stuff um and 
um, you know, in the end, it was just like a very, um, it's a very, very nice uh, evening. And I guess, if anything, that that will maybe you a little bit in the end, is that something we ended up doing was we got like tattoos oh. together, but it wasn't like, they're not like, they're not like a couple's tattoo, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it was just like a thing that we did on the date. Um, and like, it's honestly, it's one of my favorite tattoos I've ever gotten. Um, and uh, it, it was just like, it was really cool that like, we just like stumbled upon a place, uh, found out that, you know, the people were super down to do both of our tattoos and we just like went for it. Um, on, on this, you know, the, the day that we were in Austin. Um, and like I said, it was just like, it was just one of the spur of the moment things. Um, it's one of my favorite, like I said, tattoos I've, I've ever gotten on, on myself. Um, and I don't know, it was just, uh, it, it just had so many different, like array of, of aspects of, of still getting to know her. Um, and also in, enjoying things for the first time together. Yeah. Um, and I think that's so cool. <laughs> and so like you know I, I you know being able to to still talk to like walk around to see new things to to me introduce her to things to her introduce me to, to things like it was just a very just like organic and just refreshing date um and it, it's yeah it's, that sounds it, awesome mm-hmm. I want to go to an arcade and like eat barbecue <laughs> <laughs> um the the arcade is called pinball wizard and if you're ever in austin it's byob so like so especially in the evening like in the in the during the day kids will come but towards the evening everyone just brings whatever they want to drink and then of course play uh games so it's it's easily fun i love that so on the opposite end what Mm -hmm. was the worst date you ever went on uh okay um so i will i will easily say that like that one like pizza date was probably uh on, on the the worse end worse end of things of just like basically i felt like her like uh her driver her like limo driver like picked her up and made was able to like get her pizza and then like drop her back off like it was just like very, very awkward. And it was clear that we had no chemistry, but I will say um, on the dates that I would say that's probably the worst <laughs> was when I, when I was in college um, is that I had asked a girl in college and it was like freshman year. Um, and I knew her from like a group of people that were in a class and like a, another like academic group together um and like um I just thought she was interesting she seemed kind of interesting to me and like was was kind of cute right and so I was like okay like you know I asked her out somehow the date turns into a double date that was not something I was expecting so that was kind of like kind of weird um and then so it ends up being that like she and then like one of her sorority friends are sitting in the front and then this random dude in the back and then me and so like i don't know two of the people in the car uh we decided to go to a restaurant that it's just like i don't know it's just like bar food basically so like um it's not like fancy it's not interesting or in any way but like i think like three of us ended up having a burger basically and then i don't know there was like just it was like even with the other uh two individuals there like they were just like not talking that much and so it was just like it was like a quiet and like no one was like really saying anything and then suddenly when we're supposed to go to a movie right afterwards uh she uh gets she gets a phone call from one of her sorority sisters who's who i think at the time like something bad had happened to her uh and of course she um like she had to go she and her friend had to go like help that person out and of course um if that's true you know i'm glad she went to go help them out if that was bad i mean if that was 
fake, then that was probably one of the worst excuses I've ever heard. I was just going to say that was totally <laughs> fake. Um, and then she um, she tells me, you know, like, we, she drops me off. Because, like, I don't know how we ended up all carpooling together. Because I had my own car there. But she drops me off and she says she had a great time. And I was like, uh-huh, sure. Um, and I remember at the time that, and so, like, I was maybe only out for maybe, like, an hour tops um and i remember the time because i was in a dorm and all the guys um on my like hallway were like excited for me to like go on a date and stuff and as we were all kind of like close in that way and then i came back so early (laughs) and they're like what Uh happened (laughs) oh no that probably is is the worst state I've ever been on just because it it was just like very clear that like it was just never gonna happen and then she probably felt like she was obligated to go on a date with me and then so it was just it was just very just it was uncomfortable for everyone that was there oh no that sounds horrible (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so tell me um your funniest sex encounter my funniest sex encounter yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um uh, okay. Um so it, it's probably with uh my ex um and uh <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. So um we ended up um on this like giant beanbag love sack thing, right? Um that was in her apartment and uh she had a living room with like a roommate and stuff but like they weren't home and stuff so we were in the living room um and we end up of course having sex um but at the in the background at the time uh we were watching uh like different things like you know basically in like a a very ironic way of saying netflix and chill but we were (laughs) we were watching uh like Pokemon at the time. And, okay. And so do you remember, I don't know, there's like a vine, I think, where they said like, who's that Pokemon? And then like someone screams, it's Pikachu. And then it's not. And then they say, fuck. Like, do you remember that at all? Maybe. 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 It sounds familiar. Okay. So we're having sex. And... And of course, at the very end of the original Pokemon, they say, who's that Pokemon? And she just yells, it's Pikachu. Like, <laughs> while we're having sex. And then I just, like, I just, like, stopped. And I was, it was, like, the the easiest way that I got turned off so fast. <laughs> and, um, you know, of course, it, to anyone else, to anyone else, that is just a... a fucking hilarious story uh, about just like that situation um but of course at the time it was just like I was like oh my god I I like I can't be around you right now like Jesus Christ <laughs> oh man that's funny I've definitely had like the tv on during sex and like not, like friends was on or something mm. and like Joey would be like how you doing <laughs> I like it like totally like took it out like I was like I have to like find the clicker and turn this off. Yeah. Like. No, and I think I think if anything, I've like realized I'm like I don't like a lot of things going on like extra audio or extra things going on in the background because like worst comes to worst is like if I'm with someone and then suddenly like they just like start watching whatever's on there or that like you know maybe we're listening to a song or listening to music and then like they or I start singing along or like start like thrusting (laughs) thrusting to the beat like you know like weird things like that yeah and that's like I guess that's my like worst fear and that's why like especially I guess from like then on out like I'm just like (laughs) like tv's not on like music and stuff like I I mean maybe I guess but like it's it's like it's like a kind of a thing that I try to stray away from and stuff so yeah yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, one time I had a playlist on, and we, like, started hooking up, and then all of a sudden, like, Adele came on, like, <laughs> and I, like, com- I, like, my room, or, like, my phone was, like, across the room, and I had to, like, 
stop and like go and like switch the song because I was like I can't like have sex with this like random guy while Adele is on like yeah. <laughs> oh, man. oh that's so funny uh, their first time was like um so I'm assuming this is like uh first time like for sex right sex. yeah okay yeah okay yeah because yeah, first kiss that's a whole nother story um but uh so the first time I was in high school um I had been like sexually active uh prior you know except for um like having sex and you know at the time to be honest like uh no one had given me like the general sex talk you know we had uh done like in in uh middle school and elementary school there had been like some general like uh biology sex talk but it wasn't like a sex true sex talk um and so like my dad at one point when I was like a ninth grader offered to buy me condoms for like a girl that I was seeing at the time and like I didn't really understand why which I was like you know especially like now that I'm older I'm just like I don't know why you just didn't like talk to me about like what sex was or like what these what these things were because I was just kind of like you know because like at the time I was like I don't know what you're offering me really because <laughs> um, I guess I was that naive um, but you know being more sexually active I kind of figured out eventually what I guess what everything is and so it was with someone uh, I was in with high school um, and uh, you know I think at the time that I had um, I I was I was the one who corrupted the other individual and I introduced them to uh to kind of like third base things I guess um and so like um so you know however in this case we were both each other's first and that was something that just ended up happening of course and um yeah and of course since we were teenagers we didn't really have any place to go so it was end up like that uh it was like of course like in my room while like my family was home and of course like <laughs> that's a whole nother like thing that I was like you know clearly that's like a huge problem and stuff um and then I, rem- I remember that my parents had like a really important rule of me like keeping the door open and so like I think one of the things that we did was we really tried to keep the door closed um as best as we could I don't remember if we it was closed or not uh I mean there's a whole nother story about us having sex and then like the door was actually open and then like we weren't necessarily caught or anything but it was like uh my sibling like walked in on us but didn't see anything so it was but it was just like one of the most (laughs) awkward like situations but um but in the end like uh you know it was I would say for the most part it was it was romantic it wasn't really awkward in any way it felt fairly fairly natural um it was I mean I felt just like it was just like a very nice first time and first experience like very uncomfortable um definitely have had some awkward sex though you know (laughs) and so I know what what I guess in this case is like bad sex and stuff um so uh to to be able to have someone for the first I mean to be with someone for the first time and, and not really sucking you know it's it's a nice I guess thing I'm like oh okay well like you know, first time wasn't bad. Yeah, no, that's nice. My my first time wasn't that bad either. Um, but most people I asked that to, they're like, oh, you know, it was like an awkward first time. Like, what can I say? <laughs> I, I think it was awkward simply just because, like, I mean, like, and I, I think for some individuals, and at least in, in more conservative states, like, what I had to go off was basically, like, from porn. And that's, like, definitely something that really shouldn't be cool in any way. But, like, that was the closest thing that I, like, you know, I knew kind of what to do through that. But that's, like I said, that's not realistic. And that's not something that anyone should should kind of do. But that was, I mean, for me at that time. And so I would say, like, especially now, like, that's something that makes me kind of uncomfortable. That that was, like, the my, my teaching tool in any way. Um, and I would also say that... Um, that like uh you know 
easily when I was younger. Like, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we, we practice, you know, safe sex um, and like practice a lot of safe, safe things, but like, you know, easily, you know, I, you know, luckily I knew at that point, like condoms and like how to protect myself and stuff. Um, but I, I think that if it happens maybe uh, a few years before that, you know, I probably wouldn't as, and like, and I was actually like naive and, you know, didn't for uh, unprotective sex. I think it'd just be like a whole, whole nother story. So, um, but yeah, I think that in general, it, it's, um, I think that the most uncomfortable part about it is, is just that of just like how that I learned how to do everything. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what turns you on in a woman? Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> so I enjoy, uh, on a physical aspect, should I say, um, I enjoy individuals who have a little bit of, of style. Um, and that can be interpreted in a lot of ways. Um, it's just simply because um, largely I make a pretty big effort on like what I wear and how I dress. Um, and, oh. and it's, and it's really nice to, to notice that the other individual kind of takes that time as well. Um, and that looks differently, of course, for, for anyone um, in any way, but it's kind of like, especially when I was in college, uh, it was kind of like a, a frustrating thing where like, I would actually be more dressed up than people that I would have like gone on dates with. Um, and that was like, and like, it wasn't like a whole lot different. Like I was just wearing something like, that had like a collar or that like I made sure my stuff was ironed um, and stuff like that. And, and so like, or, so that, that was, that's always been kind of like, I guess like more of a modern thing. Um, I tend to be attracted to individuals who have some type of body modification, whether that be through piercings or tattoos. Um, I tend to also um, like individuals um, who are like have a drive of some type who um, like you know are you know intellectual um, and have like something that motivates them um, so when I say intellectual I guess what I'm saying is that like they don't necessarily have to have gone through uh, through college or they don't necessarily have to go through like you know the systematic things we have in place but that they they're they're bright in their own sense of a way of of being bright and like they they're knowledgeable and they try to to seek out uh new things and and new experiences um i also say that you know i am definitely attracted to someone um of i mean like i guess in in, in another physical aspect like people people who are tall or shorter than me, that that's never been a problem. Um, and people with, um, I guess, um, like, sorry, my cat's meowing in, in the other room and I, I hear her. Um, oh, it's fine. My cat's meowed <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, well, I guess in that case, like someone uh, in general who has like very similar aspects of, of, of me and my personality, I think one is that um, I... Uh, you know, dating one of, dating, I guess, my last ex, one of the big things that was very important, something that was very uh, relevant that she kind of made me see, it was just, um, you know, who I was as a person of color. Um, and so, like, dating after her, was that was extremely important, just um, dating someone who was going to be respectful of that, um, and dating someone who wasn't, especially if I dated someone who was, who was white, uh, that that wasn't going to be uh, an issue ever. Um, I think as well that, uh, dating someone, uh, who, who would not necessarily be like, not necessarily conservative is not the right word that I'm looking for, but that we'd had similarities, but that we weren't able to be like exactly alike. Um, that, so like, you know, like we had, you know, general similarities, but we can kind of like grow from there. Um, like I didn't necessarily, um, like I, I'm, I personally am not a religious person, but like where I was at was a very, um, religious area. And so like, I just wanted it to be okay that if, 
I dated whoever that person would that they would be okay that I wasn't religious um and so like that you know that can be a little difference and they could respect that um and so I think I don't know if that answered all your questions in, in a way but those were things that definitely um I guess on the dating realm that that were were have been very attractive to me yeah no that's great um for sure um I loved all those answers (laughs) (laughs) um so now it's time for some games okay so we'll start with proceed with caution or deal breaker um and I got these from Cosmo (laughs) and BuzzFeed I just like to shout out where I got it from (laughs) Um, your date has the same name as your best friend. Uh, I guess in this case, proceed with caution. Yeah, I agree. I, it might be weird in the bedroom. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I guess for me, like, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily have, uh, individuals with friends with common names. So like, it's not really like a lot of people that are named like, I don't know, Jennifer, like you know over and over <laughs> again like it's not like that it's like a lot of my f- the friends and a lot of people I know have like pretty distinct names so it's not it's it's I guess a very I guess rare thing so like for me I'm just like oh okay well it's like another per one other person I know that has his name so it's not gonna be a crazy deal right yeah I don't think it's a deal breaker either mm-hmm. um your date has an android instead of an iphone <laughs> <laughs> I mean I just proceed with caution um I guess in that case <laughs> Um, it's not like a crazy thing, but I think it's just like in some like communication, it could be easily some communication barriers there. Um, <laughs> yeah. and it just be very awkward. I, I think at times when like you're, you're doing something that's clearly like an emoji or doing something that's very, very Apple related and like, they don't, they don't get it. They don't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, their dating profile talks about how much they love black coffee and books. Um, you know, that's, easy. I mean, that's, that's okay with me. Like that's a proceed uh, with mm-hmm. caution. That's not anything crazy. I actually drink black coffee. So like, um, yeah. so like, that's like a normal thing for me. And I enjoy someone who drinks coffee. And like, um, I think <laughs> in dating in general, I've, I've enjoyed someone that I could, um, you know, possibly wake up with and like make coffee and then like we just like enjoy like the morning together with just you know um coffee and just it just very cozy mm-hmm. vibes and so that that was you know like easily uh on the book side though um like I do a lot of like academic stuff for my job and like I do a lot of books stuff so like reading like as a luxury especially when like I have free time it's like something that's like I'm like I I'm really tired and like that doesn't sound fun especially when I'm like I'm reading <laughs> all the time for my for my job in some form or fashion so um as long as right. they're cool with me like uh not like always wanting to read all the time then I think then definitely proceed okay um your date is taller than you I guess you said you didn't care. Yeah, about I that. didn't. I, I definitely don't care about that. I think, especially, I'm I'm on a fairly like shorter end. Um, I have been on dates with people who have been taller than me, um, and really, I'm just like you know, as long as there's a connection, I think that's fine. And if anything, just like I don't know, just like carry me, and like you know, that, that's romantic <laughs> in itself, right? Like you know, if you're extremely yes, taller, it's you know, it'll be okay. It'll be it'll be okay. Um, your date trash trashes their ex. Trashes in 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 what way? Like, like on the first date is talking about like, oh, my ex was such a dickhead, like he sucked, blah blah. blah. I, I think I mean I think in some case that like talking about your ex is pretty therapeutic in some way, especially knowing like, uh, you know where you've been where you've come from and stuff but if like that's the only conversation they're having with you then like it does not sound like a good good time like I think like I think there's an appropriate time especially I think first dates that would be a little awkward um I though it's not been something in my uh situations that have always been like a deal breaker it's just been something that's like oh like this is what I've experienced in the past and then it's like oh, okay cool this is what I've experienced in the past and then you just kind of like move on yeah 
I think it'd be a deal breaker for me if like a guy was saying like, yeah, my ex is crazy or like whatever. Like I would, I, I mean, well, no, I mean, I think, I I think that's a different where trash is kind of, is like a, it's like, it's like a really hard word to like kind of break down because like if, if, if clearly the ex was like crazy, they, they're psycho. Like, I don't believe that usually. Um, I don't, I, (laughs) especially because like, you know, with, with, with my ex there was good and bad things and like there's no it's, it's not even remotely fair for me to call that person um like like an evil person um because i i don't think that's who who they are at all um and uh you know of course obviously we went our separate ways um and like things didn't work kind of call them like psycho or or evil just because there were things that like made us not uh be together like that's just not that's just not fair the other individual um they're still good friends with their ex um oh man um so i've seen that before i think for me it's it's i would say fairly a proceed with caution thing i i think i would have to know them a little more uh, like on both sides but like i uh i have been friends with people that i've like slept with i have been friends with people who um like we did date and then we ended up you know being friends but not i guess not in like a long-term relationship or like a true like relationship setting um right but um so yeah i i don't know i i really don't know i feel like i'm i'm very kind of indifferent i think it it really depends on the, the scenario yeah um they don't like animals Oh, that's easily a deal breaker. Like, get get the yeah. fuck out of my my house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, their dream is to get married in Las Vegas. Say that again. Their dream is to get married in Las Vegas. Um, that's a very interesting dream. Um, I mean, very <laughs> very happy for them in some fashion. Uh, I in my experience I, I don't like vegas but it, it's because i i don't like the heat so like vegas is not <laughs> for me um uh so i guess and i guess i'll just easily say like that's a that's a deal breaker <laughs> yeah me too i've never been to vegas but i just have a feeling i'll hate it yeah um okay so we're gonna switch to never have i ever okay um so Basically, you just say if you've done it or not. Um, never have I ever made a naughty video. Uh, so that is, I, I have, I have done that. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's we live in this age, like, and then you know, you also have to realize that like people have been making like smut films since like the idea of film has been around. So it's not like a oh, crazy, yeah. crazy deal. Yeah. yeah none of these are that crazy no never have i ever fantasized about someone else during sex okay um i oh man i i think if anything like it it had to be a date or like something that just like was going like horribly wrong and like and i just like and i just like instead of just like being polite i just like definitely just like try to get through it and in that case just like <laughs> fantasize about someone else to just like you know make it a nice situation for both you know for yeah for the other party involved <laughs> I've definitely done it so <laughs> um ne- never have I ever kissed a celebrity oh um no I I'm trying to think if, if that's been a case I mean I, I have uh no, no, I've never kissed a celebrity before. I haven't either, unfortunately. I mean, I don't, I, I think, like, if anything, it's like, you know, you were, you were in a situation before they were a celebrity, and then they, you know, from there, you maybe could have kissed, you know, kissed them, but I, I don't, like, I mean, I don't know, I, I haven't really met a lot of celebrities, or celebrities I've been attracted <laughs> to, so I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never have I ever had a sex dream about somebody I know. Oh, I have definitely had sex dreams about people I know. And uh, that I always, always worry about. Because sometimes, like, especially when I was single, I was like, 
Uh, so, hey, get this. This is really weird. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about this. Like, can we talk about what this means? Or like, sometimes, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't tell anyone about it, but just kind of like, like, you know, it could have easily just been like that friend I, and I was just talking earlier and stuff. Um, yeah. and then they just like happen to be the person in the dream. But, but I think like, you know, in, in typical cases, like, yeah, that that's happened to me before. <laughs> yeah. Um, never have I ever been choked during sex. Um, so someone has tried to choke me once, but, but, <laughs> but usually it's, it's, I, I am the person doing, uh, the choking. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I have done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never have I ever had sex in public. Uh, I I have had sex in public, uh, and that's been uh, I get I think that's been something that's happened like since I was like a teen, and like even like even like up to today, that's been like I guess like a thing that's um, <laughs> that's that still has happened. Oh, okay. I don't really love it, yeah. but I have done it. I mean, like, uh, I, it's, it's, it's not like crazy. I guess it's in this case, it's not like crazy public. It's just like something that's like in public but discreet in some gotcha. way. Never have I ever ghosted someone. Um. So I would say that someone would probably could easily say that I've ghosted someone. Um just because of their experience but I guess on my end it was truly like a um like I'm just really busy right now and like I can't message you all the time and like mm-hmm. and like just because you message me doesn't necessarily mean like I can get back to you like really fast or like I might just forget because I have like a job that involves me talking to people like all the time so like it's just not it's not like to me it's not always been like an offensive thing it's just like I just sometimes my life gets busy and like I have not I'm not able to really talk as much uh so I I would say that someone has you know someone could probably say that I've I've ghosted someone um at least at least some point in my life yeah I mean I have I haven't done it in a while but (laughs) I have um never have I ever woken up to a stranger no, thank God this never happened to me. Um, <laughs> I think, especially, I think that would be the creepiest thing to, to do that. Um, I know that, like, that happens to people and they're kind of chill with that happening, especially, if, you know, but just, I think that would, would terrify me, especially if I, if I had no recollection of, like, knowing that person or, or meeting that person at any time before before I wake up and see them yeah no I haven't had that happen it's usually just somebody I either went on one date with or met that night or you know whatever Uh uh never have I ever used a cheesy pickup line on someone um I think I was younger I used some cheesier lines like I remember um I always tell well I, I don't always tell this to anyone but like when I was younger in middle school, like James Blunt had just released like You're Beautiful. And like, <laughs> I had literally like spoke the words out to a girl that I liked at the time. And like that still to this day, like makes me cringe so much. Cause I was just like, <laughs> I was like, like she didn't like me back. And I was just like, it's like, you're beautiful. It's true. And like, you know, but but I don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, like, God, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, never have I ever been on a blind date. Um, you know, I have never been on a blind date. Um, it's it's never happened. Uh, I think there has been times where people have have offered to take me and like put me on a date, but usually I have either met the person or met the person virtually before I uh I ended up going on a date. Yeah, with them. I feel like like blind dates are a thing of the past. Yeah, I mean I think it would be it's it's unfair, I think now. Uh I mean the closest thing I guess to blind dates is just like online yeah. dating. Because like technically you don't know the person before them, but you do try to make a connection before before you go forward. Blind dates is definitely like you don't have like you don't know any 
person because of certain situations and then like your friend knows someone and then like you know that that indicates like you don't have like a cell phone that they can reach out to you they don't have like any other way to commute out to you to 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 like to have this person contact you beforehand so i mean yeah definitely definitely something in the past (laughs) okay so last one um never have i ever abruptly left a date Mm, no uh i have i have never abruptly left a date uh i think there's been dates that i've been like definitely like wanted to slowly walk out of and just like leave um i think uh in some cases that um like i think on like that pizza date that i i brought up again like that was one that i i really just wanted to leave but i drove her there <laughs> in, in the true fashion like no i've, I've never abruptly ended the day <laughs> me neither <laughs> all right well thank you so much for doing this i hope you had fun yeah, of course. Um, and uh, good luck dating to you. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anything that you want to plug or anything like that? Um, no, I guess uh, for for any of your listeners that uh, there's no like formula <laughs> to dating and that you just like, I don't know, you just really have to um, sometimes, I mean, I guess in my situation right now, sometimes like you just meet someone and things fall into place. So. Right. So, All yeah. right, well, thanks again. Of Bye. course, yeah. Bye.